You okay? Yeah, look at Can you shake? Yeah. Is that... Uh, see those two teeth? See the yeah. ones that are much whiter? Yeah, cap, those are caps? Yeah, they're, they're temporary caps. They're temporary $2,345 caps. Ooh, uh, well, that's, that's for the... That's for the permanent ones. Yeah, but I have to have temporary caps now. Wow. So I went to... And I broke both of these teeth eating a fucking salad. <laughs> you know? <laughs> never get the croutons. How many times have I told you? Never get the croutons. I need something crunchy in a salad. I can't just eat the leaves. Uh, so, I mean, I had this work done, and obviously I used Novocaine, you know? And I, sure, and I told them, yeah. you know, load me up. Right. right. But it reminded me, when I was a kid, and I had fillings, and if you look at my mouth, I've got like... 700 fillings. Know, it's yeah. like every tooth has a filling in it. My mom would not let me get Novocaine, because she was. She always told me, once the shot is worse than the <laughs> drilling, right? It, my it, mom didn't use Novocaine. My mom still doesn't use Novocaine. Was your, was your mom's favorite movie, Marathon Man, with Dustin <laughs> Hoffman? I mean, it's like a... It's like a German thing. Yeah, right. And I, it's like, you know, if, if you do not feel the pain, yeah, you, right. do not under, you do not appreciate the work. Yeah, right, exactly. You'll brush much better. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, but, yeah, but, you know, when was the last time you had a tooth drill? Oh, years. Well, you know how you can smell? Oh, yeah, right. With a drill, uh-huh, you can uh-huh. smell the tooth. Like, I can't believe that as an eight-year-old kid, I was doing that without <laughs> Novocaine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's why we're so tough. That's why we are so tough. Uh, Minutia Man is up next, but first listen to this other fine Opie show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. I'm glad this is something we can't be fired from, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> are you positive about that? Well, you got to listen. Yeah, let's see if this show is a fireable offense or if there's something in it that is. Back to you with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Coming to you live from the pristine Operator Error Studios in beautiful downtown Mod Podcast, Illinois. It is time for another episode of Minutia Men. You know, I was I was driving in and they changed all the signs to Mount Podcast. <laughs> you like that? Coming into the town. <laughs> well, uh, this is our last show of the year. It is. And before we get started, let, I would like to congratulate uh, one of our authors. Right? Okay. Mitch Michaels, yeah. uh, who wrote this, the book Doing the Cruise mm-hmm. for our publishing company. Uh, famous Chicago uh, radio personality. This Very week celebrated his 50th year right i called him actually did you have you talked to him no i called him last year or last year i called him yesterday and i asked him so how many days or how many weeks or how many months in that 50 years had he not been on the air it's not not many it's like two and a half or three years that and to work in radio in chicago for the better part of five decades pretty impressive pretty he's seen a lot of passive aggressive Yes, yes. Just say the word program director to him and see what he does. uh, But yes, congratulations, Mitch. His book, Doing the Cruise. It's a great book. It's a great book. Order it on Eckhart's Press.com. That's E-C-K. 
H A R T Z press.com. 22 minutes after six o'clock. All right. Very good. Um, hey, we got to go, but it's our last show, but let's, so let's finish strong. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I got a story here from a place that you love, Berlin. Uh, yes, I do love one Berlin. of your favorite, you know, in Germany, you're a big German guy. A- and your family is from there. My parents were born. Yeah. In, when the, I wonder if they had Novocaine back in. <laughs> you know what? I bet they, I bet my mom used Novocaine. She just said, you know, to yeah. me not to use Novocaine. I want to make him a little tougher. <laughs> Femmes a year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Berlin's public transit company has come up with a pretty novel idea. Okay. They are promising relaxing trips with edible hemp tickets. Okay. Edible hemp tickets. So the Berlin's Public Transportation Office, the BVG, has introduced an edible hemp ticket, which can alleviate the stress of travel at, at, you know, hemp. Sure. It's the seeds of cannabis, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to take the edge off of it. I love this, the way it's put. The Berliner's infamous crabbiness, and they are kind of (laughs) crabby. Okay, so the transport company has developed, a, like I said, they they've developed a reputation for cheeky promotional campaigns. So they're making their tickets edible, made out of hemp. Okay, for Christmas, which great. I think is a great idea. Fantastic. Um, and this comes right because Germany is about to legalize marijuana. They are. Well, it's in the hopper. Uh oh. Right. Can you imagine? Uh-oh. Can you imagine? Um, oh. Uh, you know, let me just say this. Uh, you know punctuality is your calling card you (laughs) may be in trouble (laughs) right right uh but i'm thinking a country full of stone germans Uh mean that there's going to be a lot of opportunities for me practical jokes (laughs) on germans right and we've got a lot of listeners in germany i'm going to throw some of these out to have fun with fritz okay when he's fried all right okay um so i thought of a couple of things first of all glue one of his hummels to his shelf slightly out of place okay with with uh with uh crazy glue you know i i went to over christmas over thanksgiving rather i went to my mom's house and she has a whole shelf full of hummus and jokingly i moved the uh the little boy and the little girl and switched their places (laughs) yeah but i pointed it out and she goes oh yeah that's you know Ha ha ha! I'm not that crazy. Yeah. I next next I, time you were back, they were they were back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were back where they were. So I used to do that with my mom. So my mom had an elephant thing. Uh-huh. Okay, and you could and there's some custom or some superstition that the that the elephants have to face east. Okay, I don't know why. Yeah. So I would, of course, I would take you know. Yeah. This one is facing vest. (laughs) Right. Exactly. So I would do that. And every time I came back, it would be bad. And then she'd make some fun with OCD. (laughs) Right. Um, A couple other things. Um, Just ask innocently. Why are all your picture frames crooked? You don't have to. You don't have to make the frames crooked. Just say, why do they think that? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Uh Um, Set all of their clocks one minute apart. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that is so mean. That is so uh, mean. Uh, maintain maintain eye contact for like hours when they're high. Okay. Just you know, how are you? How really are you? Uh, and what I think this is my favorite one and basically to work with all nationalities, simply ask while they're stoned, do you ever worry about swallowing your tongue? <laughs> that one works on me. I have, uh, I, I swear to God, that do you remember when that the, that legend happened when we were kids? The 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 Detroit Lions player died on right. the field, 
from and, swallowing his tongue. And, and yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think it really was from yeah, swallowing yeah. his tongue, but every kid in Chicago was told that that's what happened to this kid. <laughs> right. And then every time I would like swallow, I'd be like, <laughs> like holding onto my tongue, make sure it didn't go down my throat. Yeah. It scared the crap out of me for years and years. Yeah. All right. I have a story for you. Yeah. This is a this is a story about fame and America. I think it really America. just says it yeah. perfectly. Stephanie Maddow. Do you know who she is? Stephanie, what's her name? Matto. M-A-T-T-O. I don't think I do. Well, she rose to prominence on social media after she appeared on the TV show 90 Day Fiance, which I never saw. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and she is now a TikTok star. You know how these they, these social media stars. She's used that fame to cash in in a way that I think is pretty revolutionary. She now sells her farts in glass jars. Really? Yes. Now, I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. She has sold nearly 100 of them in a few weeks. She's made over 50 grand oh my God. selling her farts. And I have a uh, TikTok video that I'm going to play for you where she explains uh, a typical day in the fart selling world. All right, here we go. Hey guys, today I'm going to be showing you a day in the life of a girl who sells her farts in a jar. So I like to get things rolling with some beans, a protein muffin, sometimes even a yogurt, less sugar is better, some hard-boiled eggs, and today I decided I was going to make myself a protein shake with some yogurt added to it, and oh, I was feeling it for sure. Uh, while I wait for those farts to develop, I like to read, I'm very smart, love to read, and then after I'm ready to go, I go ahead and, you know, do my work, do my job. I don't need to show you that, guys, but I like to add in little flower petals. I feel like they attach the scent and make it last longer. And when I'm finally finished with my jar, I like to leave a personalized note. I want to thank you so much to the 97 people who have already purchased their jar of farts. And as you know, they're on sale right now, 50% off with $1,000. So go to my unfiltered and check it. Oh, my God. How much is she? How much? thousand bucks. <laughs> Thousand bucks of fart. Oh my god, that's crazy time. Yeah, we've got to get that client list. Oh, here, here's I mean, one more. I, here's one more. I'm gonna. You, I, you just. I just. I can't yeah, get enough of this. Yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. I made forty five thousand dollars in oh, one god. week selling my jars of farts. And ever since my last TikTok went viral, I've been getting a lot of questions, such as how long do the farts last? Did I really fart ninety seven times in two days? Who buys my farts and why? And what are some of my tips? and tricks. So the first question I get asked a lot is how long do the farts last? And the smell is most prominent for the first two days, but as I like to say, one whiff makes memories that last a lifetime. Now, why do people buy my farts in a jar? I honestly think it's because I have a really good personality and also because I'm hot. Now, what are some of my fart selling tips and tricks? Number one, don't eat fiber one bars. You might think it's the easy way out, but there is nothing easy about it on its way out. You know what I mean? Don't push yourself too hard, literally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, in that video, she says that she's hot. Yeah. And, you know, of course she is. Yeah, yeah. right. And, and But that is... That is, let's face it, the reason why these farts are selling. Uh, uh, Rick and Dave selling farts, everyone would be like, oh, that is disgusting. <laughs> I, this, if this doesn't underscore how simple men are. Oh, my God. Uh, we're so, so easy. Right. You know, I, 
you know, as you know, I'm one of the leading manufacturers of earwax. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in the tri-state mm-hmm. area. Yep. Um, I don't know. You think that there's something there? I don't know. Yeah, I think because you're not <laughs> hot, I think that's kind of the problem. Yeah, I guess that really is the common Yeah. It, it, you know, you're not only are you not hot, mm. you're old. Yeah, you're, you're, right. It'd be like, oh, grandpa's <laughs> going to sell us his farts? Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's got a, I mean, she's got a niche product. She does. Uh, she better make it, she better make as much money as she can now because she ain't going to be <laughs> hot forever. <laughs> There's, a, there's just a bunch of guys imagining her sitting over a jar. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. And I, I love the the little flower petals in there. Too. Yeah. Oh, you my know, God. I think she really likes me. <laughs> How many flower petals did you get? I got four. I got six. She totally. Think- <laughs> she made 50 grand in a week. Yeah, that, in a week. What does a school teacher make? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, do we have any reviews? Yeah, we do. Of the Fra- show? Frank 13 writes. <laughs> I was talking to my husband, and he asked me why I listen to your show every week. Honestly, I had no answer, but I'm not going to stop. Oh, you know? Okay. That's, yeah. I'm fine. They're, they have to have an agenda. Totally fine with me. Uh, if you like uh, Minutia Men, uh, well, be sure to check out some of the other great programs on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. In fact, I'm on one. You're on Brent's? I'm on uh, Destination Eat Drink this week yeah. with uh, about, Brent Peterson. About German food. Talking right? about German food in Chicago. So uh, check that out. Did you talk about uh, some Deutschenegg? We did talk yeah, about okay. some Deutschenegg. Uh, Maribel's? No, I forgot Maribel's. I didn't uh, mention that one. Edelweiss? Edelweiss, yeah, okay. sure. Right. Of course. Hey, I'm not going to give away okay. the whole show. Uh, pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com. Remember, opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H-Shows.com. All right, it's time for another feature. This is where we dip into our archives, and we call it Studio Walls. Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Sorry, I don't. I don't listen to your part of the show. <laughs> no, I know you don't. <laughs> so uh, this coming year marks our fortieth uh, year creating content. Creating content. Yeah. Uh, so that's why we, our farts are not something. We have uh, uh, a we have archives like you would not believe. Uh, a huge, uh, a huge trove, Trevor treasure trove of stuff. And I like dipping into it, mm. and I send Dave each week a list uh, based on this week's calendar of things that we can play, and he chooses. These are the ones that he said no to this week. Now, everyone knows it's National Horse Day, yeah. right? We had Janine Carlton on, who was a, a stunt right. uh, woman, who and her whole job was working with horses, right. and she told us some really cool inside stories. Mm-hmm. Dave said, nope. We had D.B. Sweeney on. We, who was an actor who was in The Lonesome Dove, and he told us a whole story about how he pretended like he could ride horses. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Dave said no. Mm-hmm. Um, this time of year in 1996, the bears were not good. Wow. And I wrote a song called McCaskey, the Greedy Owner. Okay. Dave said. Nah, no way. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't really like thinking about the bears. <laughs> no, it, it's, <laughs> it does hurt. Uh, Santa Claus is coming to town debuted in 1970 that uh, stop action thing and screw him yeah uh, we had a clip that played to that uh, it, Larry Lujak passed away this week in 2013 mm. and I have got some great Larry Lujak audio I'll get to him later uh, Dave said no Keith Richards birthday was mm. this week Bill Curtis told us a great story yeah. about meeting Keith Richards backstage Dave yeah. said nah. yeah, no. 
Twas the night before Christmas, uh, my poem that I was going to I was going to actually maybe go that, but then yeah. I'm like, nah. Yeah. Uh, Bill Page, one of our authors, yeah. his birthday was this week. Yeah, whatever. He said no. Uh, Iowa became a state in 1846. We had both of the authors of Leaving Iowa, Tim Clue and Spike Manton on, yeah. talking about Iowa. Yeah. He said no. Uh, but here's what he said yes to. Uh, back in the mid-90s, uh, when I was John Landecker's producer, we uh, had celebrity guests on the show a lot. And maybe one of the biggest ones we ever had on, and this is, wouldn't you say this is a pretty big guest? Who, Mary Tyler Moore? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We had Mary Tyler Moore on the show. And it was such a memorable uh, event because we not only had Mary Tyler Moore, whose birthday is mm-hmm. this week, that's why we're choosing it, uh, even though she's passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, her best friend was Valerie Harper, who also has passed, away. passed away. And we had Valerie Harper in the studio, and we had Mary Tyler Moore live via mm-hmm. satellite. And we pretended like Valerie was going to be Vicky, who was the the female co-host of the show. And she surprised Mary Tyler Moore. So let's play this and you'll see how it went. It's our pleasure to welcome to the program in Chicago, Mary Tyler Moore. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, John. Uh, let's turn it over to Vicky and... Uh... Vicki, I know you've got a, some questions for uh, yes, Mary Taylor Moore. Yes, I do. Mary, you're Hi, just... Hi, Vicki. How are you? I, I, well, I'm so thrilled and excited because you're one of my favorite, favorite actresses in the whole Thank world. Thank you. And Aren't I think you nice? Thanks was, a lot. I read the book in hardcover, and it was fantastic. I want to have a question for you, if I may. Um, yes. Everyone should read the book, but I want to ask you a, a question of uh, long bothered me. Of the wonderful supporting cast that supported you on the show, well, of course, you were the star, no question, but who was your favorite of those actors? I couldn't possibly choose a favorite. It's see, like saying, of your six brothers and sisters, yes. which one is yes. your favorite? But you see, know, you... there is a favorite, and we know this. I mean, I know it. I, I have people here at the station that I love everybody, but I have favorites. So, yeah. I mean, that's a little disingenuous of you, don't you think, to say that? No, I've never been disingenuous. Okay. Don't start a fight with me, Vicky. Of the men. Everything I say is true. Okay. I loved them all for their different aspects. Of the women. Of the women. Which was your favorite well, woman? Oh, actress? of the women, certainly Valerie. Oh, was. God, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty dog. When did you get it? Hello? Is this you? Yes. She doesn't get it. She didn't get it. It's she didn't Jared. get it. She didn't get it. She oh was doing it on her own. She was doing it on her own. Yes. Oh, what a wonderful surprise this is. Oh, that was that's That great. is a cool moment. That, that was a great. And you produced that. Good kudos to you for setting that all up. Good I job. did. Thank you very much. How did, uh, you, how did you set any of this stuff up at 3.30 in the morning? Yeah, I don't know. It's... Don't even make me think about it. Uh, we've got so much more show coming up. Give me a one-sentence uh, description of your next story. Stupidest bank robber ever. Okay. And that is saying something. Uh, mine is Jimmy Buffett's phone. All right? Okay. And we also have a story about a very famous wo- woman whose last name is Trump. Oh. That's coming up. Shirley right? Trump? Oh, I'm not going to say that's all coming up uh, right after this. All right, Adam, what uh, country are you from? I am from England. What is the best soccer league in the entire world? The English Premier League. What is your day job? Director of coaching for Illinois Youth Soccer. So if you were, say, a fan of English Premier League and you wanted to hear the, the opinions of someone who is from England, who knows a lot of soccer, what podcast would you tell people they need to listen to free kicks with adam and rick 
And that's on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Free Kicks, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opai show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we're back. Um, bank robbers is a profession, right? Sure. Yeah, I don't know if they put that on their taxes, you know, as far as what they do. Yeah. I don't know what yeah. that code is. Fire up the Jenkins jingle, would you? Okay. When you're on the job and you're not doing it right. Jenkins! Time now for Dave to share stories of employee screw-ups. Jenkins! It could only be... Jenkins! Jenkins! With Rick and Dave. Jenkins! Uh, this one comes from our na- nation's first state. Do you know which state? Radif- Delaware. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. <laughs> it's called the first state. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Good for you. Man deposits stolen money in ATM after robbing the same bank. <laughs> A man, a man robbed a Newcastle County bank. Uh, Albert Einstein. <laughs> right. A man robbed a Newcastle County bank and then tried to deposit the cash using the ATM outside, Delaware State Police said. State police arrested McRoberts Williams Saturday after they say he robbed the Wells Fargo uh-huh. on Old Capitol Trail at the, at the Price's Corner Shopping Mall. The 45-year-old California... Uh, well, let me tell you, first of all, how he... Um, robbed the bank. Okay. Okay. He goes into the teller yeah. and he gives a note that says, "This is a robbery. I need 150 bucks." Okay. That that was a 150 note. bucks. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Who robs a bank for 150 bucks? <laughs> so he so he flees the bank on foot and runs around the the bank once, uh-huh. and then there's an ATM on the side of the bank. And he he had an envelope. He had like the official envelope in, and he then put the money in the envelope, and he's like. Yeah, and he's trying to deposit the yeah. the money. And the, what uh, evidence? I, you know, <laughs> there's no money. Uh, so I oh, know is, is, is that a camera on that thing? I, I don't. This is shocking. He got caught. Okay, huh. um, but whenever I see a story like this, um, it always makes me kind of mad. Okay, really? Um, I'm mad at the note. What kind of note is this? Is a robbery? I need 150 bucks. All right, a little, a little pizzazz. Well, yeah, come on, we get a little bit more creative, yeah. a little more effort. There's no character development. There's no right. narrative here. Right. Why do you need the money? You know, maybe yeah. a little suspense, something like that. Right. You know, once, once, just once, I'd like to see somebody ask for like seventeen hundred and forty-four dollars. <laughs> right. Exactly. And this is why I want it. Right. With bullet points. Yeah. Maybe a nice typed Microsoft or you know a, a Word doc or something. Right. Put some effort into it. Did, I think we may have even talked about this a couple of months ago. The guy from England who had a bank robbery note and it was so badly written. Oh, yeah, the handwriting was <laughs> right, so bad. Right. Yeah. What's a ribbery? I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah. All right, well, I have a story for you. Yeah. Uh, this is a story about a Florida busboy who found Jimmy Buffett's cell phone. And then proceeded to keep it for a week. This is uh, from SmokingGun.com. He told his cops that uh, his buddies may have crank called a few people on the list. Uh, (laughs) Oh, uh, you know what? There there should not be a jury that convicts him of this because everybody would. Well, listen to some of this stuff. All right. So uh, former President Bill Clinton, his number was stored on there. So did they crank it, Bill Clinton? Yes, they did. Uh, Hey, hey, Hill. Is there a Seymour Butts here? Can you check if our, regist- our refrigerator is running, hon? 
According to the story in the Palm Beach Post, Martin and his cronies scrolled through the phone's address book while they were smoking weed and marveled at the high caliber of Buffett's address book, which included ex-presidents Bill Clinton and Jimmy Carter. Al Gore was in there. Bill Gates, Harrison Ford, George Clooney, musicians from rapper Cameron to country singer Alan Jackson. And after rejecting Buffett's entreaties, a $200 reward, Buffett's like, you know, give $200 reward. 200 bucks? Come on. Uh, Martin finally surrendered the item after the cops and Secret Service agents <laughs> showed up at his... Uh, um, yes, have you been calling right. a president? <laughs> right. um, so as a reward for his uh, intransigence, intransigence yeah. um, he was fired from his job. <laughs> At the Cuban joint. But I don't think he really got into that much trouble about this. But bottom line. Um, and the reason why I bring up this story, Dave. Yeah. Is I that, think you know yeah, why. Yeah, I think so, too. Because uh, back in the day, <laughs> when I was first. Not my proudest moment. I'm when I was it. first becoming a, a radio producer and I started getting all these celebrity phone numbers because. You that's know, what you do. That's what you do. Mary Tyler Moore. Right. Right. Exactly. And Dave was over at my uh, apartment once and found the address book. And why don't you tell everybody what you did? Well, I, I, it, you were like, I don't know, in the bathroom or something. Like, I know yeah. I'm going to have to do this quick. Yeah. Right. So I copied uh-huh. down numbers. I found a pen and paper, which you could not do nowadays. Uh-huh. And I copied down some names and phone numbers. Um, Mike Tomzak. Had just thrown five interceptions right. the night before. Right. Mike Tomczak was a Chicago Bears right. quarterback in right. the uh, early 90s. And I was so pissed that he, that he, you know, threw five interceptions. So I took his <laughs> took his number and then later that day left a really mean voice message on his answer yeah. machine. So, it was five interceptions. Come on. My apologies to Mike Tomczak <laughs> and to whoever else Dave called. I don't know who else was on that list, but... Uh, I'm sure there was somebody else that I... Cool. You know, I could have gotten fired for that. Well, yeah, I, I wasn't, luckily for no. you. All right, it's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So I got this one here, a message sent to me from Charlie, who sent me a link to a story about Melania. Okay. Uh, Melania Trump. Right. Who apparently was selling an NFT. You know what that is? It's, I think so. It's like a file. I think it's called like a non-fungitable token or something. Right. Um, And it's basically, from what I understand, a PDF that is certified that it's original or something. Something like that. I don't know. Whatever. But I think you could still copy it. I don't know. Well, I mean, you, you own it. Right. You own it. And it was about, it was a uh, a picture of her eyes. Like a like you know painting or was it? A, yeah, a, like a watercolor like of a, her eyes. Yeah. Um, and that's what she's selling. A picture of a picture, basically. Yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's weird. But the question that he asked me here is, have you ever met Melania or any other first lady? And the answer to that is no, I've never met Melania and I've never met any other first lady, but I did meet the first Mrs. Trump. Oh, that's, uh, which one was? Ivana. Okay. Ivana. She was uh, at uh, Marshall Fields doing a book signing. Did she have like perfume or something too or whatever? Yeah, maybe it was perfume or something like that. I don't remember, but she was in the basement of Marshall Fields and, you know, was doing a signing and I went there 
and interviewed her oh. for the show for I think that was John it was John Landecker's show and she had just gotten divorced she had a, a book about Donald in which you know she claimed I guess that in, there was some yeah some, some really bad yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, going yeah. on anyway I didn't even care about any of that right. because I didn't care about Trump I thought she was an interesting character because she had that thick accent yeah. right and the bit was, was John, she Russian? Wait, where? She's, I think, Czech or Slovakian or, no, she's Czech, I think. Okay. And, and, uh, uh, Landecker sent me over there to interview her in German. Oh. Because it was a wacky bit. Sure. You know, that was a bit that I was doing on Ebony and Ivory, yeah. and we do these wacky bits in Kevin Matthews' show where I do it in German, never make any reference to it, right. and have the people just answer the questions in English. Right. Sure. And so I, I, I spelled out this whole concept to her. She thought it was funny. She agreed to do it, and we aired it on the on the show the next day. And it was a, you know funny little bit. Well, I got a call from Harvey Perlman, who was our general manager at that okay, time. Sure, calls me into his office. I had never met him yet. Okay. This was so. This is early on in the, in the Landecker time. Calls me into the studio and said, "Hey, listen, um, there's something I got to talk to you about." You know, I don't, I don't hate Germans. I fucking hate Germans. I never want to hear that fucking language on my fucking radio station ever again. I fucking hate Germans. Like, oh, okay. nice to meet you, sir. <laughs> uh, uh, Rick the German boy, uh, perhaps. Uh, <laughs> so the two strudels that I bought and left in the fa- in the in the jock lounge, uh, you know, I should have not. Okay, done that. so that was the last time I wore later hose into work. I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. Ah, well, that's it for this year. This year, baby. Yeah. We'll be gone for the next, and and wishing everybody a healthy and happy holiday season. Yes, very much so. And, and, and. What'd you uh, get me? You got me anything? Um, I got you an NFT of (laughs) Melania's eyes. Right. I got a jar here of petals. (laughs) Oh, a fart. (laughs) Uh, Special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with Opie Shows. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you, Tony. That's right. Uh, Opie is hippo backwards, OPPIHShows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla. Happy holidays, Ed. Yeah, with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, RadioMisfits.com. And, you know, we're not going anywhere. Well, I'm going to Florida. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah I, I'm, I'm not going And I'm anywhere. sure, make sure we have the Florida jingle <laughs> in January because. It's a teaser. It's <laughs> yeah. a teaser. I suspect there'll be maybe a, you know, a double album. Well, we'll be back again next year yeah. with a brand new episode of. New Shaman. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a, a celebrity Minutia Men interview, Dave? You will get Mark Cuban and Anthony Scaramucci, Cousin Oliver from the Brady Bunch, and the bully from the Christmas Story. Yes. The voice of Siri, and she shed Cheryl. My God, it, the list goes on. So you'll get Minutia, Celebrity Minutia Men interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits.